Welcome to Smashing the Plateau. We help you get unstuck so you can do what you love and get paid what you're worth consistently. I'm your host, David Schreiner-Khan. Your greatest source of pain is your greatest source of power. Today on episode 575 of Smashing the Plateau, I'm here with the CEO of Nectar Consulting, Michelle Molitar. I'm going to ask Michelle how consultants and coaches can overcome the inner voices that lead to imposter syndrome and much more. Stay with us to hear all the details. You can find out more about Michelle along with all of our previous episodes at smashingtheplateau.com. Are you building your own business after a long career as an employed professional? Listen to our show, Going Solo, also found on our website, smashingtheplateau.com. Now let's welcome Michelle Molitar. Michelle is the CEO of Nectar Consulting, a certified rapid transformational therapist, executive coach, and co-author of the best-selling book, Breakthrough Healing. Working with executives and entrepreneurs, she is an expert at helping you remove the blocks created by imposter syndrome so you can achieve greater success, well-being, and career satisfaction. Michelle's unique rapid rewiring approach is a culmination of years of study to help you catalyze shifts in your thinking and eliminate mental and emotional blocks to rapidly rewire your brain for greater confidence and peace of mind. Michelle, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, David. I'm really excited to be here with you. Michelle, how did you develop your unique expertise? So it's been a long and winding road. (laughs) Um, I have been a professional coach now for almost 20 years and stumbled my way into becoming a coach. Um, I had been a creative director in web development at the height of the dot-com boom. And I essentially uh, got bullied out of my position, if you will, back in 2000. It was really crushing for me. And I had no idea what I was going to do next. And uh, my uncle suggested I I hire a coach. These, these things called career coaches to help you figure out what to do. I was like, yes, please. Where do I find one? So I through the magic of the internet back then, I, I found my first coach and hired him. And in the process of being coached, really discovered my true calling for this work. So I went on to get trained and certified as a professional coach and started my own business. I That felt less daunting than trying to hand my resume to anyone at that point. So um, I started Nectar Consulting back in 2001 and have been coaching ever since. And along that path, David, I've always been very curious and, and a seeker of new ideas and new modalities of ways of peeling back the layers of the onion skin, if you will, the the pieces and parts of us that no longer serve us. And along that path, I discovered this work called Rapid Transformational Therapy developed by Marissa Peer, who's a world-renowned therapist. And in the process of doing some of that work for myself, it removed some blocks that I had been trying to get at for nearly 20 years in a matter of weeks stubborn blocks that I knew were there, but I couldn't get at them. And so I was shocked and amazed. And when she started training people, I was a big yes. And so I went on to get trained and certified as a a RTT practitioner and incorporated it with my coaching. And what I found is that coaching and 
rapid transformational therapy work together really well. They supercharge each other. So RTT, if you, if you will, gets at the subconscious blocks while coaching works with the client consciously to then set new goals and strategies for success and, and put those into place. So the two together creates truly rapid transformation. I'm able to work with clients and help them move past blocks in as little as 30 to 90 days versus years of therapy or coaching. Mm. So what's an example of the kind of block that can get removed when you combine the rapid transformational method along with traditional coaching? Sure. So through this process that I like to call rapid rewiring, we're able to get at ideas, beliefs that we hold about ourselves that create a cascade of other events in your life and how you show up. So for example, a very common theme is the feeling of not being enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Who am I? Feeling like a fraud. And that lack of belief in yourself, that self-doubt creates a lack of confidence. And that lack of confidence can then show up and have an impact on how you show up in your job, your career, whether you're willing to ask for that raise or not. And so clients that I've worked with were able to get at the root cause, the, the originating event where someone creates that belief about themselves. And it could be a simple event or a challenging event somewhere on your life path, oftentimes as a child, that then that belief gets locked into your subconscious and you don't even realize it's there. So the, through this process, I'm able to help identify that originating event and neutralize the negative belief that someone holds about themselves. And then with my transformation recording, I'm able to instill new empowering beliefs. Of course, you are enough. You always have been enough. You always will be enough and nothing will ever change that. And, and so I create this customized recording for my clients, mixing in very relaxing music with it, binaural music. And then they listen to that recording every day for 21 to 30 days. And this process actually allows those new beliefs to drop into their subconscious because they're listening to it as they're drifting off to sleep. Your mind is always listening. So it's just taking in the information without any resistance. And the frequency of listening to it daily is literally building new neural pathways in your brain. So over weeks, folks start to have a different perspective and, and stand up a little taller and believe in themselves a little bit more, which starts to have this ripple effect in all areas of their life. What's an example for a consultant or coach where they may be held back? So they may be held back by not promoting themselves. They might be much more comfortable hiding out behind their computer and not wanting to promote themselves, network give talks or webinars. And when you're able to eliminate that lack of confidence, that what's the word I'm looking for? Self-doubt. Yeah, that self-doubt. Thank you. Brain fart. And when you <laughs> eliminate that self-doubt, then you're like, of course I can talk about what I do because I'm passionate about it. And it's not coming from a place of, oh, I'm being salesy or I'm being pushy. I'm just sharing my my 
talents and my expertise with folks and all the perfect people are, are going to show up, right? So it's really about shifting that mindset and finding a different perspective that's much more empowering and disintegrating, dissolving away the old beliefs that no longer serve them. I've had clients who came to me, for example, were like, I really need to grow my business. And every time I get to this $100,000 mark, I self-sabotage and then I back away from it. And then my my revenue start to drop. And, and then I get this horrible bout of IBS. I was like, wow, well, let's change that, shall we? She's like, okay. And literally within 30 days, she wrote me, after our, our RTT and our coaching sessions. And she said, gosh, I've been listening to my recording every day now um, since we started working together. And I had my biggest client meeting ever today and the IBS is gone. And the, the IBS is something that she'd been suffering from for 15 years. And now she was no longer having the fear and the anxiety response. And it it was just done. And when I reached out to her like a month later to get a testimonial, she's like, what did we work on? I don't remember. And so it it literally has a way of disappearing from your consciousness. <laughs> like, what was that thing that I was so worried about? I don't know. So it's, it's really fun to watch people transform. Well, fear and anxiety can really do a number on you emotionally and physically. Yes, absolutely. I've had clients who have suffered from chronic migraines for years or psoriasis, arthritis, adrenal fatigue. And through this work, they were able to significantly reduce or eliminate altogether the physical symptoms of their stress and anxiety. Michelle, how common is it for, for consultants and coaches that have spent a long period of time in their career as employees first before going out on their own as a consultant or coach, how common is it for them to suddenly develop imposter syndrome when they have to present themselves as an entrepreneur for the first time? Oh gosh, that's actually very common, David, because it's one thing to sell a widget, right? You can talk about the widget. Here's the widget. This is what it looks like. This is what it does, all the features and benefits of it. But when it comes to selling yourself, it's a whole different perspective and ball game. And people get very self-conscious about that. I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to be pushy. And it creates a whole host of fears and self-doubt and and people's confidence. It just, it kind of shrinks, even though they might've been very successful in a different type of career. So by getting at those internal conversations and rewiring them literally, it helps coaches and consultants to step fully into their expertise without the hesitation, without the self-doubt and knowing that they belong in the rooms that they're in or, you know, they should be at that table, that boardroom, that conference. And it makes a huge difference. Now, also, many times consultants and coaches weren't responsible for marketing and sales when they had a job. Yes. And so right, marketing and sales is is not only is it daunting because you're you need to market and sell yourself, so it's very personal, but also they may never have done it before, so it's a whole new skill set. Yes. That's a that's another fun fact that they don't often tell you when you go and get trained as a consultant, for example. It's like, yeah, we're gonna give you the tools to do this work, but there's 14 other hats that you're going to have to learn how to wear too, how to run a business, how to market yourself, how to do sales, how to do your bookkeeping, how to expand your team. 
you know, all of those other things, which are very different skill sets. And inside of a larger organization, you would have different people doing each of those things. So when you go to work for yourself, it's like, oh, okay, a quick tutorial, (laughs) how to go into the Google, how to market yourself, (laughs) dot, dot, dot. Right, exactly. (laughs) So Michelle, what, what suggestions do you have for consultants or coaches that are facing all of these new tasks that they have to do? They need to present themselves and position themselves like they've never had to before. What steps do you suggest they think about and what kinds of actions could they take in particular to overcome some of this imposter syndrome? That's a great question, David. I would say first and foremost, get really clear on what you want your brand to stand for, like really narrow it down and focus on that niche, right? And as you're doing that, notice the fears that are coming up as you, you might write out, okay, I'm going to work with men in this industry who are dealing with this thing, right? But if it's too broad, you're going to speak to too many people. So get really, really narrow. But even as you're writing it out, ask yourself, what's your connection to that particular niche so that you can speak to it authentically, right? Because the more authentic you can be with it, the less fear there's going to be with it. That's why I call myself an executive confidence coach because the confidence got knocked out of me, right? I had a big case of imposter syndrome that I was dealing with and it took me years to A, recognize it and B, learn how to shift it, right? So I've done a ton of work around this on myself personally so that I can help others not have to suffer with it, right? So I always like to say your greatest source of pain is your greatest source of power, right? The thing that has been most challenging for you, use that as the catalyst and turn it into a gift that you can then share with others. Okay. So be, be narrow in your, in your brand, in your niche, Think about your connection to it and understand where you have experienced pain in that area so that you can be powerful to help other people. Yes, absolutely. So a a great example of that, my friend and colleague, Sherri Ann Tom, she's a five-time cancer survivor, and she has turned that life experience into the Cancer Journey Institute. She now trains people worldwide to be cancer coaches right? From her experience and everything that she learned from it. So that's, that's a great example of really narrowing your focus and working from your strengths and your own authentic experience. Right. And doesn't, it doesn't only include overcoming a health issue or a physical issue could also include overcoming a discipline issue, an area of expertise that you struggled with. Absolutely. Or, right. Or, um, and I'm sure there are lots of other areas as well. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, there's a ton of coaches now and they all have different specialties. You'll find, you can find coaches just for like ADHD, cancer coaching, relationship coaching, weight loss coaching. And those who are doing it well are doing it from that place of their own experience that has crafted their their experience and their expertise. Mm-hmm. And besides understanding where you've experienced pain, and then, and overcome it, what other tips do you have for consultants and coaches to address imposter syndrome? 
it's important to recognize the internal dialogue that you're having with yourself. If you find that that internal conversation is talking down to you more often than it is lifting you up, then you need to shift that conversation. Start to notice that that mindset that is operating you, right? And you can see that that fight or flight mechanism in your brain, your amygdala, right? Is just trying to keep you safe. I like to call her Amy, a little part of your limbic lizard brain, if you will. And Amy just wants to keep you alive and on the planet. So if she is telling you, no, no, don't do that. That's not safe. Start to recognize what the fear is and keep going underneath that. Well, what's scary about that? And what's scary about that? And what's scary about that? So oftentimes when you look fear in the face, it dissolves into the nothingness that it actually is. Can you ask yourself what's scary about that when you start to feel like something is causing you fear? You can, and it takes getting present with yourself. It takes getting tuned into your body. Like, okay, where where am I feeling that fear? Oh, I'm feeling, I have a knot in my gut at the moment. Okay. And what is it about the thought of doing, let's say marketing myself? What is it about that? That's really scary. And you just have to keep asking yourself the question and, and seeing what other answers pop up because ultimately it often comes down to something as simple as, oh, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to get rejected or I'm afraid I'm going to fail. But I've learned failure is just learning, (laughs) right? You don't know until you try and not everything works. So you try something, it works great. If you try something, it doesn't work. Okay, adjust, correct, and continue. So it's, you know, I have a little coach in my head (laughs) after all these years. And so I've learned how to do that. But I get it that for folks that isn't necessarily a normal thing to do, always ask for help. You can sit down with a friend or a colleague or a sibling or find your own coach, right? To be able to have that external sounding board for you to sort out the internal dialogue that is holding you back. Yeah. I think asking yourself what's so scary about it is actually a great tip because um, I do think that, that people can start to recognize certain reactions that they have. Mm-hmm. And if you start to train yourself to pay attention to the reactions and look for the source and realize that um, there are alternatives mm-hmm. to what you may be fearing would happen. And uh, one of the biggest impediments is inaction. So that's a step that can help you start to take action where you might have delayed it or not taken a step at all. Yeah. One of my other favorite questions that I will ask myself if I'm feeling stuck is what's needed now? What's needed now? Because it it forces me to get present. Like, okay, this is the situation. What do I need to do right now to start moving forward towards the goal? Right. And it might be a little teeny tiny baby step. Right. But just asking the question helps create a pattern interrupt to stop the fear conversation that might be happening and start focusing you in a different direction. Right. And the more movement that we can generate, the better off we're going to be and the faster we'll be better off. Exactly. So with that being said, Michelle, I know we've covered some really important topics that are related to being stuck, experiencing imposter syndrome, preventing ourselves from 
generating the kind of success that we want and we are probably capable of producing. If somebody wants to go deeper with anything we've discussed today, uh, access any resources you have or get in touch with you, where would be the best place to go? Sure. They can always find me at michellemolitor.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-M-O-L-I-T-O-R.com. You're welcome to book a 30-minute complimentary consultation uh, on my calendar there. Also, if you go to the Brain Candy section, there's a lot of great um, free resources there, some free eBooks and some uh, low-cost masterclasses as well. Sounds great. Well, Michelle, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Smashing the Plateau. My guest today has been the CEO of Nectar Consulting, Michelle Molitar. Thank you again, Michelle, for joining us. When you visit the Smashing the Plateau website at smashingtheplateau.com, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mentioned on the show. Today, we learned how consultants and coaches can overcome imposter syndrome and much more. Remember to subscribe on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review if you can. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode. <laughs>